Welcome to Legends of Data and AI. Each episode includes inspiring and actionable data and artificial intelligence insights from global leaders across industries. Your host, Dr. Usama Fayyad, was the first chief data officer at Yahoo and is chairman of Open Insights and executive director of the Institute for Experiential AI at Northeastern University. Welcome everyone to another episode of our podcast, Legends of Data and AI, where we speak with industry experts and people who have gained wisdom from having lots of experiences utilizing the technologies in uh, many interesting settings. We are lucky today to have with us uh, someone who comes to us from the uh, heart of the big data world in uh, retail industry. Uh, um, Rida Mustafa is a chief data scientist at Walmart, where he has built uh, an, an outstanding uh, data science team and has been working there for seven years on a variety of projects in many areas uh, at Walmart. Uh, before that, he has worked and led many projects, uh, working with, with uh, government agencies such as Ginny May, Small Business Administration, the US Geological Survey. Uh, he's also uh, been a visiting professor and a lecturer uh, at several uh, other universities, including uh, George Washington, Georgetown, Johns Hopkins, uh, the, the American University in Cairo, in addition to George Mason, where he did his PhD in machine learning and, and AI uh, and data mining. And uh, his PhD was uh, uh, nominated for uh, and received uh, uh, an award from, from that university. Um, welcome, Rida, and uh, great to have you here. Thank you, Sama. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to uh, to talk to you and uh, learn from you as well. And uh, um, the legend of, I, of AI is, is very catchy and very interesting. Uh, uh, and it's, um, it's amazing that we share our ideas for, uh, not for us, but for outside the, uh, for the community. Yes, and, and what we mean by legends of data and AI is not the people are the legends, it's actually the, the problems and the issues that people face. So as, as a chief data scientist uh, and, and someone who's got this exposure working at the world's largest retailer, um, how, you know, tell us, how, how do you even begin to contribute uh, to a place with uh, a very well-known and established great data legacy? Well, it, uh, it started with this is, is the, for, um, for retail industry with, uh, with large, large retail industry like Walmart, it's it's very interesting to see tiny modification or introducing new idea can be translated to uh, multi-million dollar. It's a really high rewarding or the high stake uh, when you uh, the size of the price is really really high. So uh, you find that in moving from uh, a model or understanding retail around centric around the buy low, sell high, and optimizing between. That's a standard uh, model for uh, all retailer. Now the chance for us is just how we leverage the data and make that decision whether we optimize in between. We would figure out the best model for buy low or sell high 
And doing that at a fast pace using the high performance machine and the computing power and the AI and the machine learning, that would help us to improve the baseline and get that high rewarding project uh, out. Uh, so that's that. That was the beginning uh, with Walmart. Uh, of course, the, the the era of big data. That's what really attracted us. That uh, of course you have the best association model in the world for for retail industry. Uh, you got to discover so many relationships that you uh, hardly discover. Uh, and by deploying such finding and insights, that would impact the not only the retail. You the retail cares about customers and that's what we are about uh, from your perspective Rida, uh, could you share with us some surprising or unexpected correlations uh, in, in in the data and and kind of their business consequences in retail well uh, as as I mentioned Sam you know the the association is the best association I will ask you uh, this question what do you think the highest selling items? In, for all the groceries and all department or all the stores, what that item would be? The highest, highest selling uh, item for grocery stores. I would guess it's probably either beverage or, or chips. <laughs> That's interesting. It's not that, but it's a bananas. And the highest frequent item that we have seen in the basket is a banana. That's mean the highest selling item. And that's that lead to multiple indices. One of the indices, they call it banana index. When you when someone, even the, the CEO, when you enter the store, the first thing is just to go to banana section and see how, how we are doing there. And from there, he can just quickly get an estimate of how the store is well run. Um, and, and so many things, even the deals with the vendors and suppliers around these bananas, because we have to secure it for the customer, never run out of bananas. Yeah. Very interesting. <laughs> any, any other uh, interesting, unexpected uh, correlations, for example? Well, the second one is the, uh, a, when you enter a store, you, you get the, like the, uh, the perception that you have out store is the, uh, a measure called the clean and fast and friendly uh, or clean, fast, friendly store. If the, if the store actually see if, if the store, very interesting concept that you see that the store that's clean and fast and friendly, that's also indicative the store is very well run, very well managed. And that uh, uh, because there are so many correlation to that, the CFF correlation to safety, because the store is safe, the store is um, actually well-educated people, perhaps, and well-educated customer in general, and with well-educated managers to to take care of all these things. Um, so, so for example, if a store is, is clean and 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 uh, fast, does that mean higher sales? Well, I, it's it's a sign sometimes for higher sale in 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 general. Yes, you can say so because. Uh, people tended to go to store. So, so imagine that one of the things that the the uh, restroom, when restroom of any restaurant or any store is clean, that's a good sign that this is a good store. <laughs> so you most like I'm, I like to go there one more time. So it's uh, it's uh, attracting people to to go to store, do shopping, and the safety because if the store is slippery and in people that just cause an accident, they interrupt the sale. People don't like to go there, and 
and so on and so forth. So uh, yeah, yeah. it's really interesting. Well, is, uh, uh, yeah, indeed, yeah. you know, these are these are two kind of very very surprising you know correlations that go deep into the performance of the business and are kind of suggest all sorts of metrics and KPIs that that could be measured around them. Um, I've seen many examples of retailers doing technology for technology's sake with no clear, clear retail business case. I always wondered when I walk into an Amazon Go store, you know, that huge investment in technology, all the sensors and the cameras and the intensity of those sensors, uh, typically if you look up at the ceiling, uh, it strikes me that, that that makes no sense for replacing uh, a cashier or you know automating something. Do you think this is an example of over-investing in technology for a retailer? Um, Osama, I, uh, I, I don't like to disagree with you, but <laughs> because of that example, I, I, I actually disagree with that and, and always debating and challenging my ex about ex -ex, uh, executives about it. It's basically never, we don't have enough information or trained, well-trained AI and machine learning product uh, about the human behavior. And Amazon Go is not about the ROI, it's just how to capture the human behavior. Even if we spend millions of dollars of dollar experiments, uh, and you know, we should be able to build the next gen AI system about the human behavior. So what would That's, be the payoff for Amazon? Well, payoff pay is just a very well-trained system that um, could be used outside uh, Amazon. Uh, for example, if we, with Amazon Go, people get the attention that they are customer-centric regardless of the ROI. So the ROI is, is negative. Even for a company like Walmart, the ROI, ROI for how they scale Amazon Go to a store like Walmart never going to happen. It's going to just chew the budget. So, but companies like Amazon, they were able to monetize their products to the government, to other places, so they they should be able to make money out of it. And if you if we track that after Amazon Go, uh, uh, Amazon actually sealed the deal with the government for tracking several things in the field, and and even human behavior should be able to glean out of it. Yeah, no, that's a, that's actually a very interesting observation, Rida. In fact, it's, it, it runs in parallel to the whole Amazon web services and the cloud services. You know, Amazon, a retailer, who would have thought they would become the biggest cloud provider in the world as a side effect of just investing in technology and doing business. So that's a, that's a, great, that's a great lesson. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I wanted to... For tech, yeah, yeah I, I wanted to take uh, shift gears here and talk a little bit about kind of uh, more core... Uh, data technology. So if we take something like data streaming and leveraging real-time data, um, mm -hmm. and especially as, as kind of retailers are moving online uh, and, and, you know, traditional retailers like Targets, Macy's, you know, H&M and, and many other large grocers moving online as well, you know, uh, what do you think is, is the role of data streaming and real-time data? Well, in, in data streaming and real-time data, as you know, uh, is basically because they, we have the maturity of the models, uh, the machine learning, the AI, capable now of mining data or understanding the data on the fly, real-time. And the opportunities that we have for retail is huge. One of the things that 
not only the, the uh, about certain item, but again about the uh, IoT that's becoming um, very strong and embedded in many systems in the store. Uh, and, and you can analyze quickly the human uh, um, in uh, the customer in the store, and then you can target these customers with whatever you wanted to target to increase your sales. But, but not only that, it's just a, we're talking about the streaming data for e-commerce. Uh, you basically, you can build the recommendation system on the fly for what they have, and you combine the digital with the physical uh, transactions to come up with the um, personalized shopping cart ready for the customer on the next time, or even after he leaves the, the, this, the, uh, the account. Um, uh, whether this is customized based on the demand, or customized based on the customer actually shopping pattern or customized based on the spending habit. And you can, you can do this on the fly for any customer uh, uh, personalization, basically. Yeah. Uh, and, and of course, personalization is a big driver of increasing sales, of loyalty, of uh, delighting the customer, etc. Um, why, why would, you know, from your experience, from your, from your, you know, years of experience in retail and, and working in that space, what would be your advice to kind of, why, why would top talent consider in data and AI consider working at, at a large retailer? What would be exciting about the job? Well, the excitement that challenges. Uh, so, if you really wanted to read, to to work on a big challenging problem, that's uh, that's out there. Uh, starting from everything that you think about, you you talk about financial system, where you will talk about transactional data. It's you talk about how many item and association analysis. You talk about store allocation, where you build a new store or allocate store and how this would deal in with the interaction with existing stores and the existing uh, uh, um, uh, uh, competitors. You see the dynamics and this, this problem never been easy. If you talk about supply chain itself, you know, Walmart for logistic, it's logistic, one, one of the top in the, in, the, in the industry, it still needs some, you know, modernization perhaps. It's, uh, uh, with the data, with huge data, you should be able to turn everything to customer-centric and you should be able to turn the data into insights and take the insights into action and the, the increase the sales or the size of the price is a huge. You can, you can feel that you con contributed or you will be accomplished data scientist once you work on these big challenges data, uh, science Indeed. and analytics. Indeed, it's definitely a, a very close and direct link to, to driving revenues and driving the economy. Uh, while one of the questions I always wondered about, right? I mean, companies like Walmart and many other of the large scale retailers, you know, they kind of wrote the book and, and optimized the supply chain um, and, and kind of how, how do you deal with, with large volumes, yet, AI offers the promise of personalization, individually targeted relevance experience. Um, are these two contradictory kind of thinking about optimizing prices as the prime directive? How, how do I get to the lowest possible prices versus personalizing and, and uh, targeting for individual customers? How do those two come uh, together? 
I, I will perhaps ask you this question. How many times you, you bought an item that you like because it's cheap price? <laughs> Sometimes we buy the, you know, people buy, I, will, I don't like to talk about things, but people buy iPhone, which is very expensive because they, it, it suits them. It has everything they need, what they look for. So it, the, the low price, and uh, where I can get it. And that's not valid. It's all about centric, uh, customer centric, the customer need, what customer understanding basically. And all the industry will return me. Most of the projects I am hearing about within Walmart, outside Walmart, customer centric is if you understand the customer, what the, the, the customer behavior, the customer psychology, and how things turned around, you should be able to convince and sell. It's not the, so optimizing between everything, this is an old model, this is an old model. Now the data, and the, we're talking about last mile. You can optimize the last mile because you want to make money, but you can make money by selling 10 iPhones, that's 10,000, some other department, the toy department can, in a month, can sell by $10,000. So yeah. you, can, you can look at, those two sides of the coin. Oh, that's a that's a, that's a that's a great that's a great observation actually. Uh, I I will finish with one last question. Uh, data and AI, whether it's Walmart or any large retailer, is it a nice to have, a must have? Is it essential for surviving? What are your thoughts on that topic? Um, I would call essential for uh, surviving. Uh, the industry, the competition is very high, and the race also is very high for AI, data and AI, not only for because you are not the top retailer, you want to continue and you stay as a top retailer. Now, companies like, if, I, if you look at Amazon history, that's a lot, short time, and it's becoming the top e-commerce business. And it's not only the top e-commerce, but it's becoming also threat to the IT companies. In, yep. in the world. So what happened here is just how to leverage the data and science, whether this science is going to be stat, machine learning, and machine learning part of AI is part of, part of, of AI, but how to make effective data-driven decisions on the fly and respond to the customer demand in a shorter time. That's what, how things are uh, these days for all the retailers, including Walmart. Uh, Rida, it's been great having this chat with you. Uh, Rida Mustafa, Chief Data Scientist at Walmart. Thank you for sharing your experience and thank you for being with us on this podcast. Thanks, for, Sam, for having me. All right. Goodbye. Bye -bye. Thanks for listening to Legends of Data and AI. We hope you enjoyed our deep dive into the world of data and AI. If you're keen to learn more about making data and AI work in the real world and in any organization, join us next episode and subscribe to the podcast. As always, you can head over to open-insights.com to sign up for our email list, learn more about the work we do, and have access to data resources. See you on the next podcast.